0: It was called the Boston Molasses Disaster and also the Great Boston Molasses Flood. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. This is one sticky story. It happened on January 15, 1919, This Day in Weather History. In 1773, they staged the infamous Boston Tea Party, where they dumped 342 chests of tea imported by the British East India Company into the Boston Harbor while they were seething over what they deemed to be taxation without representation. So what happened in 1919 in Boston? You remember that one, right? The Great Molasses Flood? In the North End neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts, a large storage tank filled with molasses burst, and the effect was nothing short of a sticky, soiled tsunami. You're probably thinking, oh, come on, Chris May, really? Really? There is no way it could have been that bad. We would have heard about it in American history class. Listen to this. In that tank was 2.3 million U.S. gallons or 8,700 cubic meters of the substance, normally reserved for use in many applications. But in this story, at this plant, it was fermented to produce ethanol, active in alcoholic beverages and live munitions. You see, kids, it's why we always tell you to lay off the sweet stuff. That amount of ooze weighed in at approximately 12,000 tons. We're not talking about a wee trickle of a spill here. I could thrill you with how many Olympic-sized swimming pools that would fill, but why? Why would anyone fill a pool with molasses? The result of this discharge was a literal wave of molasses that blew through the streets at an estimated... 35 miles per hour or 56 kilometers per hour. Sadly, it did kill 21 and injured 150. Molasses is known for its slow ooze from the container to the pot or the plate. This rushed with the force of a modern day automobile on a city street. Look, it's called a flood. So I'm covering it here on this podcast. The wipeout happened at the site of the Purity Distilling Company facility. They used the Harborside commercial street tank to offload molasses from ships and store it for later transfer by pipeline to the Purity Ethanol plant. Oh yeah, it was also converted as a fuel additive. It just gets better. The actual tank itself, that was filled to capacity, measured 50 feet or 15 meters tall and 90 feet or 27 meters in diameter. It was massive. And as mentioned, its discharge was an estimated 2.3 million U.S. gallons. That's over 8.5 million liters. And that is exactly the most this massive tank would hold. Cue the music. So just what happened? On January 15, 1919, the temperature had risen above 40 Fahrenheit. That's only four degrees Celsius. Prior to this, it had been below the freezing mark, so molasses was not flowing. To make these matters worse, the ship in question had delivered that massive fresh load of molasses the day before, and it had just been sitting there warming the whole time, therefore dramatically affecting its viscosity. The logical conclusion was that, due to the thermal expansion of the older, cold molasses inside the tank collapsed and blew apart around noon that day, the molasses surge packed a strong enough force that it drove steel panels from the burst tank into the girders of the adjacent Boston Elevated Railway's Atlantic Avenue structure. Wow. It was so powerful that it tipped a streetcar off its tracks. Witnesses reported seeing buildings literally swept off their foundations and crushed under the syrupy ambush. There were several blocks flooded to a depth of two to three feet, that's 60 to 90 centimeters, in this ooey, gooey, sticky, gross molasses mess. Some of those that were affected said that they could feel the ground shake like a long rumble, similar to the passing of one of their nearby elevated trains. Then there was a colossal roar that went out as the tank itself totally collapsed. Depending on where you were that day in the city, it sounded to some like a tremendous crashing, a deep growling, a thunderclap-like bang. Some even compared it to the sound that a machine gun would make. This was as the rivets were being shot out of the tank. The sheer density of this molasses monsoon was about 1.4 tons per cubic meter. That's 12 pounds per u.s gallon that is an astounding 40 percent more dense than water so this was more of a freight train than a massive wave the sudden burst momentum resulted in a wave of molasses that was (laughs) 25 feet high that's eight meters high at its peak and again moving at 56 kilometers per hour like a train that force of the explosion and surge of energy was enough to pick people up from where they stood into a rush of air and threw them several feet The Boston Globe reported that a truck was picked up and hurled into the Boston Harbor. It was like a true ocean tsunami. Because of the casualties, some were crushed and drowned by the molasses, or they were killed by the rush of debris that was mixed up in the wave that carried everything away this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January the 16th, and we are going back to the beginning of the year that time gave up on. You remember 2020? On January 16th, British Columbia was in the midst of a potent winter storm. They had heavy snowfall and damaging winds across the south coast. Then came the power outages, school closures, transit delays. Ah, it was a whole thing. But tell you what, I will get right into it on this podcast tomorrow. This day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.